Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. All right, folks. Well, welcome to Franchise Bible Coach Radio podcast with Rick and Rob. Uh, Today, we have a very special guest we're going to get to here in just a second, but we want to talk a little bit about what we call the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge. And you can learn more about that at FranchiseBibleCoach.com. And uh, you can join the challenge there. Basically, it's a 90-day challenge for franchisors and franchise owners to get together uh, along with vendors and suppliers that support us to really get everyone through this time to, to build momentum, to keep momentum going. We had such great momentum a few months ago. We want to get everybody through this. We want to help as many people as we can. And we really want to keep these businesses going and thriving. And we also want to save as many businesses and jobs as we can uh, just as, uh, as an industry. So that's kind of the cause that we're, we're working on. You can learn more about the details. It's a free, no strings attached program. It's just everybody getting together to help uh, franchisors and franchise owners and, uh, and em- employees and staff and everything. So join the fight, join the cause. We appreciate it. And uh, we're very excited to have our first guest for the, uh, the podcast today. And that's Anthony Geisler, who's the founder and CEO of Exponential Fitness. Can you say hello? Good morning. Yes. Thank you, Anthony. And then of course, I've got my co-host Rob Ganley here as well. Good morning. Good yeah. to be Yes, welcome you guys, and I'm um, very excited because what we know is that that mindset. That what I always say that if you believe you're a failure, you're right. If you believe you're a success, you're right. And so we really want to focus this starting this 12 week uh, program. We want to focus first on getting the mindset right. And Anthony, I had the privilege of uh, interviewing you last year at the IFA event, and uh, wrote an article for Entrepreneur. Uh, about uh, exponential and about your your leadership strategy, and the thing that stuck out when I was getting ready to uh, launch this program was was that interview and the time that you spent. And you made a big point that your leadership strategy was this: never give up, never quit. And your famous quote from the Rocky movie yes. stuck to it. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, look, it uh, you know it, it is. Uh, you know, growing up with a dad from Philadelphia, I ended up watching a lot of Rocky. Um, and so that was uh, kind of Philadelphia's claim to fame. And so I, I think I'm the only guy who cries to all 19 uh, episodes or versions of uh, of Rocky uh, to this day. But um, yeah, I mean, in, uh, in Rocky 5, I think it is, uh, Rocky's talking to his son and his son wants to give up and quit. And he basically tells his son, hey, look, nothing is going to hit harder than life, right? And it's about now, not how hard you hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep getting up and keep pushing and keep moving forward, right? And that tells him that's how winning is done. Um, It also reminded me of a quote my dad used to say when I was young and 16, and I bought my first Geo Storm, which I thought was an amazing quote. foreign sports car, but it was really a Chevy uh, made by Geo. And, uh, and I told my dad how fast the car could go. And he said, well, it's not how fast you could go. It's how fast you can stop. Um, and so, 
same kind of thing. And so for me, you know, I've always kind of taken that forward where, you know, hey, we just, we get up every day, we push forward, uh, keep hitting our goals, keep staying on, you know, that trajectory we're on. Um, and, you know, some of the, the fun things uh, we've been having around the office is stuff like, you know, COVID what, you know, like, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to keep pushing forward. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to keep adapting. We're going to keep changing. Um, you know, one of the quotes I gave my franchisees uh, every 48 hours I've been meeting, uh, with my franchisees on an, on an all zoom call with, you know, 12, 1300 people. And one of the quotes I gave him was, you know, Bruce Lee's, uh, water quote, right. And it's like when water's in a cup, it becomes the cup. Right. And so, you know, how does, how does this happen? How do you remain like water? How do you remain fluid, uh, especially in these times, right? And so, you know, you, you either have a fight or flight response. Um, ours is always going to be a fight response. And so how do we move and adapt and change and fight and keep pushing forward uh, as life throws whatever life throws at you? Right. That's a beautiful uh, philosophy and strategy. And uh, that's, that's what it's going to take, right, for people to get through this time. And, and really mindset is a big part of that, correct? Absolutely. Just keep pushing and keep adapting. Um, you know, and especially with this, you know, coronavirus, when you look at it, our business, you know, three weeks ago, we had 1500 studios operating and within a 10 day period of time, uh, we shut down 1500 locations in 46 states, wow. um, you know, converted everyone to digital. And that was our mindset, right? Everybody did this thing where they focused on franchisees and everybody started focused on how many we were closing while well, my slides and decks were focused on how many were open right so it was this percentage open not this percentage closed right so it was the, the flip side my finance department sent that over I sent it back and said I didn't ask for closures I asked for openings right and so um, and then we told the franchisees as well as our members said hey we're, we're not closing we're just converting from the you know the four wall experience to the virtual experience right and you know thank god we you know as luck would have it we built uh you know purchased and built a full production studio last summer and we've been shooting thousands of hours of content um you know at our franchisee convention in november of last year we launched to them our new uh platform of you know expo on demand so a go platform uh you know on the web and on on the apps live uh, that we were planning to launch uh, in Q2. Um, and so they already knew about it. They knew we were filming. We were building all the tech and back end. And, you know, as this thing happened, I said, okay, we're just pivoting to digital, right? And we're just going to have to do it faster and quicker. And so that was what we did. I mean, everybody's staying up all night for a week, um, you know, falling asleep, waking up, developing and coding more, and then falling back asleep. Uh, and we banged it out and got it out very quickly uh, because our production studio, we shifted immediately to live workouts. So we're using Facebook live and digital live workouts while we were finishing coding the back end so we could distribute the thousands of videos that we had. And then we distributed those via the web and then the app. So, you know, today, I mean, it's interesting. We'll, we'll still process, you know, probably about $30 million of membership dues this month. Um, you know, expo wide, we did about 45 million last month in March. And mm. so people are freezing, but they're not canceling. Um, and the, the vast difference there is that some people are saying, 
hey, look, I'm not, you know, economically, I'm not, you know, there's no value in me on the virtual world. I want the four wall world. But when the four wall world comes back, I'm back. Right. And so mm-hmm. kind of hold my place in line. Um, so our cancellations have all been in the normal range, which has been great. So there's normal cancellation percentages for us. Uh, freezes spiked uh, around the 22nd, 23rd of last month. Um, and then they went back to normal range. So at this point, kind of everybody who wanted to switch to the virtual world with us has switched and they're staying with us, which is great. And everybody who said, hey, look, the virtual world isn't for me. I'll wait for you to come back to the four wall world. Um, those people have done that. So we're, we're kind of in a new normal for us already in a new steady state of just operating the business virtually. So we're selling retail virtually. We're operating, you know, thousands of lives. We've distributed over a half a million uh, views on our videos. We had 38 million impressions worldwide uh, on our digital platform this last week. And so it's just, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. And because this pandemic, you know, it changes daily, you know, and it was changing daily. So now, now it's a little bit more consistent in the new chaos. Um, but the company is, is all but converted. We have two open locations still uh, in South Dakota where they have decided that gyms are still staying open there. Um, and so that governor has, has led that state to say, hey, if you're, if you're worried about the coronavirus and you're at risk, then stay home. Uh, if you're not, go on about life. Um, oh. Like we've seen Switzerland do and stuff like that. So we still have... Uh, two stores open there out of the 1500, but everybody else is operating in the virtual world. Wow, that's fantastic. So adapting, overcoming, and being flexible and, and innovative in, at this time. And I've seen that with a lot of my clients uh, that I mentioned in, in the uh, coaching session from last week is that the innovation, uh, we have restaurant clients that are going to all delivery that are going to uh, special no contact uh, pickups and things like that. So being innovative and adapting right now is really critical. Yeah, I mean, even just the optics of it, I got lunch delivered yesterday and they now have this sealed vacuum bag. So they prepare your meal, they put it in the bag and they vacuum seal this bag and it's a one-time seal and you have to you know, tear it apart like you would a FedEx box okay. to get to your meal, right? So even the optics of that is like, hey, when it was in route to you, it was yeah. sealed right at the restaurant and it was yeah. sealed in route to you and you're now unsealing it and going to your food right yeah. now, whether that provides better protection or not, I'm not a doctor who knows, right. But just the sheer optics of that, I was like, that's pretty smart to so this restaurant. Hadn't seen that from anybody else. It kind of developed that, um, you know, saw the restaurants putting out gift cards, local community saying, Hey, support us through this time, you know, cause it's not for us. This isn't an economic, we don't look at this as an economic recession or economic decision. This is a, a physical decision, right? Where I, I can't get to you. I can't get to your goods and services, but I am willing to spend on them. And so we did the same thing over the first weekend. Uh, we put up a gift card site for all brands. Now we've processed $125,000 there over the last couple of weeks that went directly to the franchisees. So we didn't charge uh, any transaction fees or anything on that. So the 100% of the money can get to our franchises. Uh, and hopefully the employees as well, so they could continue to, you know, to have some revenue. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, and you mentioned the number of stores uh, that you have, fifteen over 1,500, right? And one a brand new one in, in Japan, I hear. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You're, uh, you know, last year we sold about 900 franchises. We opened about 500 locations. And, um, you know, so we're, you know, we, we work at a, at a pretty feverish pace. Um, but, you know, we're still signing leases. We're still building stores. We're still opening stores. We've just opened them virtually. So our members that have signed okay. up for pre-sale uh, and have signed up for our incentives online, um, you know, are getting to utilize now the whole platform. And when we launched our virtual business, you know, instead of, let's say, for instance, at, you know, Pure Bar, instead of them just getting Pure Bar on demand or Pure Bar Live, they got Expo on demand or Expo Live. So now they, all of our brands, any of our paying members are getting to see uh, the content across eight brands and not just the one that they're a member of. So hopefully they're getting some good stretching sessions in, some rowing sessions, dance, cycling, yoga, whatever it might be to help supplement what they're doing. And this kind of is a, uh, a very quick coming out party for our go and on demand platform and a quick coming out party for Exponential because you know, nobody really had any idea that Exponential existed. Um, they just kind of knew about the eight different brands that would be in their community. So, um, so it's been an interesting time as well. Yes, and uh, eight brands, right? So we we talked about that, and, and they're up on the screen. But for those of you listening to the podcast, we have Club Pilates, AKT, Cycle Bar, Yoga Six, Row House, Pure Bar, Stride, and Stretch Lab. Right? Did I get them all? Yes, right? that's all of them. Those are those are all the names of the kids. Very good. Yes, and thank you for supporting our uh, our uh, Wall of Fame and being a part of this whole. Uh, this whole movement to help franchises. It's its uh, an honor to have such a superstar franchising on on our show. So we appreciate your time. Um, Thank you. The, uh, so tell me a little bit about, you know, you mentioned the size of the company and you have how many employees company-wide now? Uh, 200 employees all on the support side of the business. You know, we have about another 100 employees in a handful of corporate stores that we have. Um, yeah. the franchisor support side of the business, about 200. Yeah. And then this, the uh, franchise uh, network, the number of employees there has got to be massive as well. Yeah. It's somewhere, you know, you look at 1500 stores in between, you know, two or three front desk people, both full-time and part-time and, you know, five or six instructors on average. Um, you know, you have somewhere around 12 to 15,000 employees, uh, you know, the franchisees are employing uh, in the United States between instructors and front desk. Wow. And so, and, and everybody knows that this is a temporary thing and that's, right. you know, so you can still sell memberships and you can still function. We have to be adapt and be a little different, but we know we're going to get through this and that's why this 90 day challenge is so, uh, so important to, uh, to focus on. But uh, what are what kind of uh, adaptations or or strategies are you implementing for the employees to keep them engaged and and keep them on on board? Yeah, so you know our our two hundred employees are still getting you know one hundred percent of their pay one hundred percent of the time, so they're all working from home, much like I'm doing. Um, you know, thank God the company uh, you know has had the ability from you know its members subscribing to the virtual platform. Uh, and franchisees operating that virtual platform, franchisees doing a great job at selling retail online, taking pictures of it, dressing up in it, selling outfits of the week, mm. uh, things of that nature. So, so retail is still moving online. Um, you know, virtual memberships are moving uh, where people are using our Go and live products. Um, so, you know, because that's still happening, 
the franchisor is, is still able to survive and still pay uh, its employees. And so we, we want to make sure we're even more so dedicated to the support of the franchisees. I would say our employees are probably working 120% in this situation um, than you know, just work in their regular 100%. So, you know, the, the employees are very excited. Um, I know because they've sent me many emails, but, you know, very excited to be able to still be employed and still be making 100% of their pay and still be there as a support system for our franchisees. Because, you know, what's very tough, the challenge is as a franchisor is how do I support my franchisees with no money coming in? And this is the time they need the most support, right? This is the time that whether it's, you know, quasi therapy, just talking and venting and walking through and coaching, um, or it's actual, hey, how do I upload this video? How do I charge somebody for this? How do I overcome this objection? How do I freeze and unfreeze people? Um, all these different things that, you know, they dealt with before, but, but not, you know, plugged into this small window of time at this kind of volume. Um, and so, you know, we've converted our real estate department really from signing leases to amending leases for franchisees to get them rent abatements um, and things of that nature so that they can continue to, you know, have the cash flow. You know, what employees do I keep? How do I furlough employees? We've taken our entire finance department, which is, you know, a dozen or so people in our accounting department and turned them into, you know, government relief and PPP, you know, advisors and experts. I said, hey, I want you guys to get together and I want you to answer questions better than the government can, right? And I want you to be able to fill out these applications for franchisees and be a real resource of real information. Um, and so kind of mobilized our different departments that, you know, no disrespect to our accounting department, but it's like, hey, what are you accounting for at this point, right? We're, we're just here to support. So now you guys need to, to make sure that we're implementing these functions uh, for franchisees. Um, so we've, we've kind of adapted our different departments and their skill sets to be able to support franchisees in a way that, you know, they didn't need to before. We're working with the top 50 REITs across the country, making sure we're getting concessions for our franchisees because we have the leverage because we're a big player um, in the real estate market, right? And so this is the time when a franchisee needs their franchisor uh, to step in and, and give that level of support. Um, so we're happy that, you know, there's still revenue coming through so that there's still royalty coming through so we can still provide that level of support. Um, you know, we looked at saying, hey, do we, do we not charge royalty on the money that's coming in? But then we would have to get rid of the support. And so, right. you know, is the hundreds of dollars, you know, our average franchisee is paying about $550 um, at this time a month uh, in royalty. So, you know, is that support worth it? right? Are they going to harm themselves or not, you know, not be able to get that? Can we get that in a rent concession for them? You know, one month, $10,000 rent concession that maybe we could get them that they couldn't get, you know, pays for that, you know, 20 times over. So that's how we've kind of looked at it is, you know, let's not, let's not shut down, you know, um, like I said, no disrespect to other people have done that, but some people said, you know, it's that fight or flight response that I started the podcast with, right? And so, Ours was like, no, we're going to stand up. We're going to fight. We're going to go earn our money. We're going to earn our royalty. We're going to be a better support for the franchisees in their time of need. And we're going to push through this. Um, and you know, the one thing people don't know is the timing, right? If we, right. If we knew this was two weeks long, I mean, sure. They don't pay royalty for two weeks. We'll keep everything up and running. Great. If it's six weeks, eight weeks, whatever. But 
you know, we had to take the approach of instead of furloughing employees to save cash, let's go out and make cash. Let's go out and build cash. Let's go out and, and push forward uh, in this time so that we are there for the franchisees and we're able to you know, provide that support level uh, that they expect and more so that they're going to need at this point. Well, that's great advice because a lot of times people think about shutting down and not moving forward, right? And that's right. that attitude of uh, that mindset of, of winning instead of, instead of, you know, locking down and hunkering down, right? And you yeah, like we talked about with Rocky, when you start getting punched in the face, your natural tendency is to move away from what's punching you in the face, right? Like it's like, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to feel that anymore. And the response is to, to back off of what doesn't feel good as opposed to, hey, this doesn't feel good. This is uncomfortable, but I've got to go toward it. I've got to go toward what's uncomfortable and I got to push through what's uncomfortable to get to the other side of it, right? Because right. like Rocky said, that's how winning is done, right? So um, we can only win by pushing through the opponent. And today that that adversity and opponent is, you know, is COVID-19 and how do we how do we adapt into that world? How do we adapt into the new normal? And the new normal is that nothing is normal. So, you know, just be fluid in that and realize that and get comfortable with that and choose that, right? As opposed to being a victim of what's happening, choose it and say, hey, I'm, I'm choosing COVID-19, right? I'm choosing this situation. I'm going to push into this situation and overcome in this situation as opposed to letting it come to you. Absolutely. Yes, great advice, great advice. And and when we were talking about mindset in the coaching session last week, I talked about getting ready for uh, this 12-week challenge. And the first thing was, we're going to get in the right mindset. And then we needed some things that we could measure. Uh, so I, I asked everybody to kind of look look back and get back to some of the basics, which is goal setting, set goals for the next 90 days. Uh, because when things were good, you know, I said in the article that it's kind of like we collectively went off a cliff uh, a few, uh, several weeks ago because the economy was great. Everybody was making money. It was even hard to hire people. Remember that? Yep. Couldn't hire anybody because the job market was so good. And all of a sudden we collectively went off the cliff together, like you said. Uh, but, but when, so goal setting may have been something that was kind of by the wayside, but, but back to the fundamentals. How have, has the goal setting changed for you guys and then breaking them down into KPIs is what we asked them to do so that we can measure over the next three months. Have you, have you changed your goal setting and, and KPIs a little bit or is it kind of this business as usual? Yeah, I mean, look, for, we're, we're a good blend between me and my uh, finance and accounting department. You know, my CFO and I see everything completely different, right? Mine is glass is half full and overflowing. And he's like, what glass are you looking at? I'm looking at the one with a hole in the bottom of it, right? So um, I think the two of us are a good blend. And so our current goal setting is blending between my world, which is, hey, we're still going to hit budget. We're still going to achieve all of our goals. We're just pushing forward. And his, which is like, hey, the world is ending. Um, we've got a plan for the world ending and the apocalypse. And so you know, we, we've adjusted in the middle of that. So him and I have negotiated out, you know, what we think different costs will be. Um, but, you know, one thing that's interesting, and people have, have called me a lot and commented on, you know, my energy level or the fact that I'm not like, you know, hiding in a corner somewhere down in the dumps and I'm still getting up every morning, getting showered, getting dressed and, and, um, and working, you know, my full day. And, you know, from my standpoint, it's like, I, you know, I, some part of me kind of enjoys wartime, right? Because you, 
you get very effective, you get very efficient, right? And like you said, when, when you start to enjoy peacetime where you're just hanging out and there's, you know, there's no enemy fire, there's no adversity, you're just kind of, the adversity is like, how much bigger can we grow? And that's the challenge, right? It's not right. like, how do I push forward while I'm taking on enemy fire? That becomes a different game. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, that's where we are today is, is pushing forward there. And so, you know, you're looking for cost savings where you didn't need to look for them before. Right. And so, you know, for instance, I found that, you know, we were spending money on old email accounts with Google that, you know, we had transferred from, and then they were just still sitting there tens of thousands of dollars of email accounts that no one had checked in a year. Right. Well, why? Because you're growing so quickly and, you know, you're selling franchises, you're operating, you're opening more and nobody has time or cares to go check about those old accounts that you're paying for, right? right? Software licenses, for instance, right? You look at a company like ours, can't tell you how many people have bought and rebought and rebought the same license, whatever, whatever that license is, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you have 800 people with a SurveyMonkey account, you know, and you're like, <laughs> why don't we just have one, right? That, that gives us multiple licenses and discounts. So um, just things we've looked at. Um, obviously some savings in travel, right? Because we travel a lot, um, bringing franchisees in and traveling to the stores. So meals, entertainment, travel, that stuff's gone to zero. So that kind of helps out in the budget for somebody like us that spends a lot of time in that. Um, so there's, there's been savings. There's been a, a handful of things where I've looked at it and been like, Hey, shame on me and shame on us. Cause we, we weren't paying attention to this stuff, um, while it was good. So therefore we weren't being effective and efficient. It's, Cutting it out is not something that hurts our franchisees or us. I mean, if anything, it you know it hurts Gmail that you know we were still paying for Gmail addresses that nobody was using. Mm. Um, you know, so it's it's stuff like that where we're having to look now, right? Accounts receivable where people owed us money and you know we weren't doing a great job collecting it because we had enough, right? Yeah, right. So um, I think that's where businesses are going to get very effective and efficient. You know, I was a franchisor in this space in 08. So I have a pretty interesting perspective because I lived through that. Um, my employees with me from 08 are with me. Um, so, you know, my one employee in real estate, Richard, is my first employee when I started my first franchisor, you know, 15, 16 years ago, back in 04. And uh, I looked at me and said, hey, it's 08, baby. We're just going to implement what we did before, right? Here we go. Uh, because this, this is like a six, eight week 08, right? Because we were back to talking to landlords about deferment and abatements. And, you know, we're starting to see some of these real estate uh, trusts, you know, being uh, less bullish on some of the terms in the agreement. We're not really seeing, you know, tenant improvement allowances or, you know, cost per square foot or those kind of things. We're not seeing that really hit the term sheets yet. But, you know, people aren't squabbling over, you know, who's going to pay for the AC unit if it dies in year 10, you know, kind right. of, yeah. uh, where they're, they're looking to get some leases signed because they're at least wondering what, what leasing is going to look like, right? Yeah. So there's a certain things and areas you can push. I, you know, tell people, go down your P&L, look at your revenue and find ways to expand each of the revenue items, you know, look at your expenses and find ways to cut on your expenses. And, you know, we're paying our rent, we're paying our employees. Um, because we have to be able to do that to support our franchisees. And we think that's the greater good. Um, you know, we're not making money. That's fine. You know, um, you know, we'll, we'll go back to that. But today it's most important that 
the franchisees are at least operating, right? Even if it's virtually and that we're there to support them. So whatever needs they have, we can, we can take care of. Yeah. And I know that when we met out in Las Vegas for the, uh, for the IFA, you were telling me that you kind of have this attitude of no, no person left behind. Right. Yeah. And failure is not an option and things like that. So um, that's paramount. And that's most important when it comes to what we call the servant leader model or the upside down pyramid. In my book, we talk about, franchise owners come first and keeping them uh, growing and thriving is critical. And there's going to be hard times as well. Yeah. We're still bringing franchisees on. I mean, I've got three virtual discovery days today uh, after this. And, um, you know, somebody asked me yesterday, they're like, well, what do you think that, how do you think that's going to go? And I said, well, look, you know, before we used to fly a husband and wife here to Southern California, right. And it's a nice place to fly to, we'd pay for it. And then, we put them up in a really nice hotel and take them to a five-star dinner and do all that, right? So I had a lot of expense to it, a lot of time. Some of those times you wondered, like, was that like date night for them, right? Where they just kind of fly out, be together without the kids. And, oh, yeah, there's a yoga business I can look at, right? But right. today, the, you know, the you know, 10 people that we have, you know, we'll probably do 70 or 80 people through our discovery days, uh, you know, here coming up. and you know, those people have got to be dedicated because somebody that wants to sit in their bedroom and listen to us for eight hours present, there's, there's no hotel, no flight, no adventure, no food, um, no nothing. It's like, I, I would imagine those people are probably more serious or they've got an immense boredom problem, right? So I, I could see those people, you know, there might be less people that come to the discovery day, but the amount of people that actually sign may be more serious, you know, and mm-hmm will tell, but you know, we're still doing those virtually. Uh, so I went to the office and filmed my tour, my opening, my closing. Um, you know, each of the members of the team filmed that. So these people are able to get it. We're giving them access to our on-demand products. So they're able to take class at home, just like they would take class here when we bring them here. So by the time they log on, they've already kind of been fed with a fire hose. And then, you know, the people that are on camera wrap up, do Q&A live, you know, um, you know, via Zoom call. And so, you know, so far, so far, so good. Um, we sold 45 franchises last month, um, which was good. And I don't think a lot of people are doing that in, uh, in a pandemic. Um, you know, we'll see what we do this month. But it really is, like I said, looking at those revenue items, looking at those line items, not saying like, you know, you can see people say, well, hey, for a, a discovery day, these people have to fly here. There's, you know, there's no flights. There's stay-at-home orders. This isn't safe. Uh, whatever your view is, and it's like, okay, great, that's all true. Now let's find a way to have a discovery day. You know, it's like, thank yeah. you for your opinion, and now let's go figure out how we're still going to get it done, right? So, so there's a mindset example for the folks that are listening that you're presented with what you've always done, which is a standard discovery day where people come to you. And when you're faced with the fact that you can't have them come out, you can either have the mindset of being defeated and saying, well, we're just going to have to wait God knows how long until things get back to normal. And then there's that, that overcomer kind of attitude, which is, no, we're going to find a better way to do it. We're going to overcome that problem and we're still going to get the job done, but we're just going to have the mindset that we're going to get through this and we're going to figure out a way around it. Yeah. Being through, you know, like I said, this is like, a you know, an eight week 08 or whatever it is, right. It's like, how do you, how do you overcome these objections? 
And one of the things I learned in 08 as we came out of that, our margins were way higher. I mean, they were 25%. When I owned LA Boxing, they were 25% going into 08. They were 45% in 2012 when I sold the business, right? And I sat the employees down and I said, look, I don't want anyone to lose their jobs, me included. I want everyone to get paid without a discount, me included. But we're going to have to take the same revenue we have and we're going to have to make enough margin out of it that we've got enough left over for all of us to be fed. And so we're going to have to get real efficient. We're going to have to start counting staples and paper clips and reusing them or whatever we've got to do, you know, to, to save a dollar everywhere we can so that we can all keep our jobs. And it just kind of became the mission of all of us to, to save our own jobs through being efficient. Right. And so, um, but a lot of ingenuity, a lot of creativity came out of that in 08 for that business that we continued to use, you know, and, these virtual discovery days, you know, I told the camera crew that was filming it because it was all generated around, you know, C-19 and they wanted me to kind of come out with a mask on and say, oh, I don't need this because this is, you know, this is virtual now and things of that nature. And I said, hey, we're paying to film this, right? We're going to edit it. Let's keep it and let's use it, right? Let's not build a, a COVID-19 virtual discovery day. Let's just build a virtual discovery day because, in the normal world, how it was in February or how it's going to be when we go forward, right? There are people that don't come to a discovery day because childcare issues or timing or whatever. And if you have a prospect who is interested on February 1st, but your discovery day isn't until February 28th for that brand, how do you keep that prospect engaged for four weeks? It's hard to do, right? And so... Now, with this virtual toolkit we've built, if somebody's on February 1st, they can't make the 28th, but they can make the 6th of February, guess what? I can launch a virtual discovery day for you in 48 hours notice. I just got to queue up the people's Q&A times and set up a Zoom link. Yeah. Looking at people's availability and making it work, right? And so now you can do it. And now guess what? You're not paying to fly them. You're not putting them in a hotel. You're not paying for their food. And you can probably close your deal faster for less money. So why would you not want to do that in July or August or September of this year, whenever it is that we get back to the new normal, right? right. And in the new normal, you may have people who don't want to get on airplanes. So even if they, even if all the stay at home orders are lifted, there are people that are in their house, not because they're being told to, they're in their house because they're choosing to be in their house. You know, so how are those people going to buy a franchise, right? So there might be this you know, smaller number of people that are willing to travel, even if the restrictions are lifted, right? So how do we continue to reach out to those people? We can do it virtually. Yeah. I think it's, it's that, you know, mother of invention kind of thing, right? So this creativity that's there, don't even look at this. The mindset shouldn't even be, you know, how do I alter or shape or shift just for this short term period? We might come with some long term mindsets and shapes you know, of things and shifts of things that are going to last you for, you know, the rest of your life. Right? May change, change the business model a little bit or, or completely, right? Absolutely. Or at least to adapt to it, right? Now you've got another lever to pull. We didn't have a virtual lever to pull. It was like, hey, if you can't come for four weeks, well, then I guess it's not for four weeks, right? Yeah. That was kind of that. Um, as now we can, you know, we can implement something that, you know, gets them the information faster and quite honestly, more efficient and cheaper for us. But why would you not want to do it? Yeah. And, and everybody in the industry agrees that when we're through this, we're going to have a population, a global population of people 
that are more comfortable with this kind of interaction, what we're doing right now uh, on virtual uh, uh, computer online than before. We're going to have more people comfortable with that platform and more comfortable with being online than before. And we're also going to have a lot of people that have been displaced or furloughed that are going to be interested in owning a franchise. So we're really predicting that this is going to come through this with a, a boom and a, a lot of growth on the other end, a lot of opportunity, maybe the biggest opportunity we've seen. Yeah, we, we believe that even so more so much more in, in our industry, right? Because we're we're one of the affected, right? It was when this early shutdown, it was, you know, it was gyms, bars, and restaurants, right? So we were we were in the, the top three that got got hacked early on. Um, and so, you know, for that, you know, our people have kind of been out the longest and the community has been great. I mean, it's, you know, members are emailing all the time, like I just can't wait to to get back home. I can't wait to get back into my spot, get back into, you know, taking class again. We think there's this new focus on health and wellness um, yeah. that wasn't there before. Uh, you see it virtually how, how much we're growing on the virtual side of people even, you know, interested in watching it because they, you know, they could just be sitting home and, and doing nothing. Um, but most of the surveys I've seen is that people are doing three things. They're eating more, they're sleeping more, and they're working out more. Yeah. Um, because like, hey, what else do I have to do? And I'm eating so much, I should do some kind of physical activity. Uh, even if that's people getting out of their homes, I haven't seen so many people, you know, the great things about this is so many people in my community out with their kids and spending time and walking and in the outdoors and things that yeah. just didn't have before that, that they do now. Walking the dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Instead of a dog walker. Yeah, exactly. Have somebody else do it, right? Yeah. Well, and I want to be respectful of your time, Anthony. So one last question, and then we'll let you go. Um, if you were to give the listeners one nugget, gold nugget strategy, the biggest takeaway that they could implement, man, what would you tell them, those franchisors and franchise owners around the world that are, that are just kind of feeling a little bit stressed right now or a lot of bit stressed, what would you tell them? Yeah, I would say that everything on earth is temporary. So this too is temporary. Um, you know, nothing ever was the normal, right? Everybody just, everybody had a story that that was normal and it clearly wasn't, right? Um, and so, you know, this too shall pass, like everything has passed. Um, and we'll get back to whatever that new normal is. That new normal will be great. Um, you just have to be able to shape shift, um, you know, during this time and be like water and be fluid and, you know, keep finding ways to say to yourself, look, there is a way I've just got to figure out what that way is. Right. And I got to be willing to do the work. It's like in our fitness routines, you know, everybody wants six pack abs and wants to look great at summer, but you don't get that by eating a bowl of ice cream, watching TV, right? You, you have to do the work. Um, so there's work that has to get done. And that work may be this mindset, mental shift. It's the work of, looking through your business and figuring out how you can be fluid and adjust, right? Being creative in ways of getting things done. You know, I've got a franchisee who is doing an Easter egg hunt on Sunday during her virtual workout. So she has Amazoned herself some gold eggs and she's placed them in parts of her kitchen where she's doing her pure bar workout live, right? And everybody in the comments section that finds the eggs first then she cracks open the eggs at the end and they get a $25, you 
you know, retail credit or they get a free month membership or, you know, she keeps posting things. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is a woman that is refusing to give up, refusing to say, I can't sell retail, refusing to say these people aren't, you know, aren't doing what they're doing. And, you know, we've, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of these franchisees overcome that adversity by just saying, hey, look, there's a wall. I see the wall. I know I need to get to the other side. I believe the other side exists, that this isn't a forever wall, and I'm just going to go push through it, right? And that might be your head first, and then your foot, and then whatever else it might be. But eventually, you're going to find cracks in that wall. You're going to find a way to push through it. Um, so kind of how we started the call, um, you know, really overcoming that adversity and just pushing forward, um, you know, to get winning done. Perfect. I love it. Well, Anthony, thank you so much. We'd like to also thank your team uh, for help, for helping put this together and uh, thank Anthony and Exponential Fitness Brands for uh, supporting our, uh, our Fight for Your Franchise initiative and, and joining our wall of fame. And so folks, if you want to learn more about Exponential and uh, Anthony's uh, team and, and opportunities there, you can go to the website and click right on their logos and learn more about those brands. But you can also go to franchisebiblecoach.com and sign up for the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge. It's a free program. It's no strings attached. We're just giving back to the industry that we love uh, by offering free weekly coaching for 90 days. Uh, then we also have the corresponding web, uh, podcast and our corresponding article that you can read and our Facebook community. So join the Facebook community, ask questions, post your victories and struggles, and let's work together to get through this time and thrive on the other side. I think we're looking at uh, greener pastures ahead, and I think we have some of the most exciting years ahead of us in the franchise industry. Agreed. Uh, so thank you all very, very much. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rob. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Anthony, have a great week. And Thanks, uh, thank you, Rob. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.